Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Made Changes, the podcast where we talk about movies we love and hate, the changes we would make to them, and everything in between. I want to say a special thank you to everyone who has listened to uh, any episode so far. It means a lot to us. Please share this with family and friends. We will be bringing you episodes continually, forever and ever. Today we are talking Solo, Star Wars story, one of two non-Skywalker saga Star Wars movies, uh, the most recent also, the most recent Star Wars film. My name is Joe, and on this episode, I am joined by Ben and Brad. Gentlemen, how we doing? Uh, all right. You got you got troubles, Brad? Want to talk about it? I've had a long day. Been up since 2.30. Let's change this episode to... Thoughts for your thoughts. <laughs> thoughts for your thoughts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> little parts the... wreck. Uh, what? Roll the intro. All right, guys, welcome back. And we're back. We are back. (laughs) All right, so Solo was released in 2018. It cost an estimated $300 million to make, and it made $392 million worldwide. So not the greatest return on invest. Probably not something that they were expecting since it is a Star Wars movie. Uh, That's obviously still like a $92 million profit, so they're not crying about it. Uh, it currently has a Rotten Tomato score of 70% and a Metacritic score of 62%. And Brad, what can you do with that? Uh, I'm not going to say that anymore. <laughs> a grain of salt you will take it with. Um, <laughs> so That was yeah, pretty, you, yeah. You like that? That was a complete, I don't know. Um, so that score has actually gone up and up and up, uh, basically after the initial reviews. This, this movie got a lot of um, criticism when it came out. So this, as more and more people saw it, it kept going up. We'll talk about that, you know, but it just, as you, you know, as we go through this, just remember this movie got a lot of criticism when it came out from fans, from hardcore Star Wars fanatics to movie, movie reviewers. Um, So, you know, quick synopsis of this movie. It's basic. I'm not going to like give you some spiel about what the plot is. It's basically just talking about the origins of Han Solo and really Chewbacca also basic and, and like basically leading up to how we find them in star wars a new hope where um we 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 first meet han solo han solo being played on that to- at that time obviously by harrison ford so legend <clears throat> all right little facts a little trivia so if you're a star wars nerd and you were keeping up with this film uh there were two directors that originally were directing this film phil lord and chris miller they were let go due to creative differences which is probably like a mask for they didn't get along with the studio ron howard was brought in it's estimated that he reshot it's reported that he reshot 80 percent of the movie which is a lot so i don't know i I don't know if i can tell in there it would be really cool to see what those other guys directed or what those other guys filmed to be honest but interesting ron howard was not a part of the writing process or the casting process so it's interesting that he was able to take over and finish the movie i mean kudos to him it's the first star wars film not to mention jedi Hmm. they don't mention jedi once in the whole movie i thought that was kind of interesting interesting i mean darth maul was in it but i guess he's is he technically a jedi or is he like a sith or something yeah okay which i yeah, go leading ahead. right into something I liked, just the Darth Maul being in it. It's kind of cool. Right at the end, yeah, it was cool. I wish he looked more like the original Darth Maul. I mean, he did because it was the same actor, so. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But there was like two different people that played it, I guess. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know why, because two people are labeled as Maul, so I don't know hmm. what that's it, about. But... You're fact straight, IMDb. <laughs> Um, so Harrison Ford, this was like a big deal when it happened. He did not show up to the red carpet screening. 
And people were like, oh, he must hate the movie. He later said that he didn't want to go because he didn't want to take away uh, the spotlight from those actors and that he thought the film was phenomenal, which is cool to hear. I mean, of course, he's going to say that. How noble of him. How noble of him, basically. (laughs) And then this is really interesting, and it's the last bit of trivia I have before we move on. Apparently, Christian Bale was almost chosen as Han's mentor in this as the Woody Harrelson character. That would have been been super weird. Really weird. Weirder than having Woody do it. (laughs) I think it would have been amazing. Brad and I, before this, we talked about Woody Harrelson in this, and we'll get more into detail, but was a it's like come on you know he's he's been in like every single thing in the last five years yeah yeah but i think he did a good job i i wanted i wanted less well-known people like the star wars we know you know like every star wars movie has come out you don't know the actors really right except for obviously harrison ford yeah but yeah i just thought that was interesting so let's Let's talk about this movie, guys. We just watched it again. Brad, this was your first time, correct? Yeah, I was, I was, uh, uh, what's it called? Like rebelling against watching it. Interesting. Tell me why. Because I just don't want to see Harrison, or, uh, solos anyone but Harrison Ford. I think that's, that's fair. Um, and actually, let's, let's jump right into, Alden Enric, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, we'll just call him Alden, who plays Han Solo in this. I thought he did a great job, and I think one of the things you had to do right away was just get over the fact that he does not look like Han Solo in the original trilogy. I must admit, there were some instant, jeez, I can't say that word, you know what I mean. Instances. Yeah, I've had a lot to drink, no, I'm just kidding, I'm drinking tea, but uh. Where he, he, he really did look like him. And like his, his smile and I think yeah, he probably smirk. studied Harrison Ford because he had he had a couple moments where he had like the same type of smile. I don't know, he just he, it yeah. felt like him. I think the mannerisms. Yeah, mannerisms. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think the uh the mannerisms were key there. I think, you know, you see Han getting himself into situations where he tries to have that smart aleck, um, you know, joking attitude to get out of it. Uh, which really aligns with the Han in the original mm-hmm. films. Um, so I think he definitely did his homework there uh, on trying to, you know, hone in on those mannerisms. Uh, for sure. I think both him and Donald Glover, who plays Lando Calrissian, you could tell he definitely also watched the original Lando Calrissian. Like, got his mannerisms, how he talks. You know, he's, he's gonna, he talks in a funny way. Uh, I think they both definitely did a great job replicating the mannerisms of those two characters obviously like i said i just don't think alden looks like him at all but once i got over that he did a great job being a young han solo even though han solo was young in a new hope that's why this is right funny right i mean yeah he was what probably 30 yeah yeah he's still young i mean Mm -hmm. i mean at the end of this movie him and him and Chewie, Han and Chewie are going to see Jabba to do that job. And then when you go to New Hope, that's right after Han messed up the job for Jabba. So it's really like pretty close. These two movies are pretty close to each other when you think about it like that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why, you know, he gets captured by Jabba and then he gets put in that ice box. Yeah. So I think what they do here is they lead us to believe that the next solo film is going to be the Jabba job and how it goes wrong and connect that into uh, a new hope uh, directly. I will say that there is not going to be another solo film. No, I, I'm like a hundred percent after this movie, because it didn't do as well as they thought uh, star Wars or Disney who owns Lucasfilm said we aren't going to do any more. We're pu- they put all other Star Wars films on hold, like on pause. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, this film was a lot of criticism when this came out. Although, like a seventy percent Rotten Tomato score isn't that bad, and 
it made almost four hundred million dollars, so that's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that Han Sh- uh, or Solo should have got uh, the criticism it did. I think it was a good film. Uh, I think these side stories yeah. are pretty cool to see. It's a, something different. I like Disney taking a different approach to the Star Wars trilogy where they're trying to tie in um, some questions, some loopholes, some of the, the lore and the side stories that you see in the books. So, um, you know, I liked Rogue One and I liked Solo. I think uh, if I say Rogue One, I liked more than Solo, but uh, definitely don't think it deserved the criticism it did. See, I think Rogue One was accepted better. Yeah, Rogue One was accepted better. Um, I think, and this is kind of my, my my opinion on this movie and why I think it didn't wasn't accepted as well is because I think that Disney and Lucasfilm overestimated the amount of people who would just want to watch a Star Wars movie. And what really people really care about is the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot less people in the world who who care about the universe of star wars the world of star wars i care about it with the jedi in it right and they care and you care about it with like that main storyline and you know how it's close to the jedi and like founding the jedi and it seems really important you hit rogue one and you hit this movie and they just don't apply at all yeah i mean like growing up my favorite character was han solo so right but like it was like with the assistance you know like with Jedi in Jedi, the movie, yeah. and it just makes it better. But yeah, I I loved uh, Solo's character growing up, watching the originals, and oh, yeah. uh, I think that goes to show that there's more to the Star Wars universe than just the Jedi fighting the Empire. You know, there's all these um, other variables that go into the war and the fight that was taking place. You know, with whether it be the Rebel Army, just you know your day to day people who didn't have the Jedi, you know, the force in them. And, um, you know, there's such a large, that kind of goes into like, you know, there's such a large expanded universe um, through novels and the books oh, that were tons written of books. Uh, yeah. that go into it, like Thrawn and, and Battlefront and stuff like that. So uh, who's, who's writing all these books? So they like have to, they, it's, it's, it's random authors, but they basically get permission to become part of the canon from okay. Lucasfilm. Yeah. Yeah. This world is, is, is much larger this universe is much larger than um than just the films that have been you know released we have the cartoon battlefront and in that uh you know i mentioned the book thrawn that character thrawn is actually one of the main main bad guys in the cartoon so um you know there is such uh and in battlefront in general there's so many other characters that are introduced that you don't meet in the cinematic movies. So uh, there's so many layers to the universe, I think are really cool. And um, I think you kind of start seeing that in Rogue One where you're bringing in side stories and trying to involve some of this canon um, storyline um, that may be, maybe not many people know. So pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that this could be like this movie is basically – you know, if, if his name wasn't Han Solo, it was just it could be like a heist story in the, the world of Star Wars. The only reason that this had like a marketability to it is because it's Solo and Han Solo was so many people's favorite character. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Ben. There are there's so much to this universe that has been created and people love it. I mean, people love the books, too, and the Clone Wars that are on Netflix. But I don't. Like, I, I think they overestimated how many people were, are just going to be, are going to like Star Wars no matter what. Mm-hmm. They're going to go to the movie and just love Star Wars no matter what. I mean, I think that, it, you know, for another example, I think you you had The Lord of the Rings from Peter Jackson, which were a huge hit. He makes The Hobbit, and I think he thought everyone was just going to love it the same, and it was not accepted the same way. Yeah, I think we can all agree that The Hobbit definitely had a different feel than The Lord of the Rings. Sure, and I think that this movie has a different feeling than all the other solo or all the other star wars movies yeah yeah i would agree with that concur did you guys like the storyline you know starting off with basically how han gets his name solo and then leaves kira on his crappy planet finds chewbacca you know basically learns how to become this this criminal slash mercenary mercenary thank you 
he gets the pistol yeah. you know did you guys like how they set up his life before we know him so i told joseph that i like how they said how he got his name but like i liked it and i disliked it at the same time i don't know why <laughs> it was kind of cheesy i guess maybe yeah it was kind of cheesy but like it it was some, like some sort of like closure and like you i don't know I have a love hate relationship with that. Yeah, yeah I thought so that scene was cool, but uh, ultimately I think it was underwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Han Solo, solo. So it's like yeah. you thought there'd be a little bit more of a backstory to how he he uh, got that name as opposed to just a random dude being like a uh, solo. I kind of have a love hate relationship with the whole first part of this movie. Like he he's on he's on what is it Corellian I think the planet where he basically works for some weird fish lady uh, like pit boss basically and like it's a gang basically like he has to raise money and give it to them give it to her uh, basically him and Kira are just trying to escape that's that's the that's how he gets out but the time difference from like him I I was confused on the time I guess from when he leaves. And then when he meets up with meets up with um, Beckett, because he goes, he joins the Air Force or the fighter pilot, and then he gets, and it, is that is that what it said three years later? Yeah. So he learned a lot. Like he becomes an amazing pilot. I think he always kind of was, just kind of like Luke. You know, like he, they're they're just gifted. But but see, Luke had the had an excuse because he's got he's he's a Jedi. But Han Solo is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, done, done, <laughs> uh, done. <laughs> no, I mean that's a good excuse. I mean Han Solo was always awesome. You know, he always got out of things that he should not have got out of. Yeah. So I guess that's their excuse that he just was a naturally gifted pilot. I just I struggle with some of some of his movements and was amazing when he took over. But fair enough, fair enough. For Han, I think it was more of a natural born gift that he had. And, you know, you can kind of see that again in the newer films with um, the pilot, the rebel pilot that um, Flynn or Finn befriends. So, I mean, we don't know his backstory yeah, yeah, there yeah. and his context of how he got those skills. But I think it's along the same sure, lines where yeah, yeah. some of these people are just natural born pilots, um, you know, kind of similar to pod racing. It would have been cool, I guess, to see him like training as a pilot. And maybe yeah. see him like wreck a few, wreck a they few. They could have like, done a couple cutscenes like yeah, because because he got kicked out, right? So it would have been cool to see him like wreck a few X wings or one of right. those Tie fighters and like be kicked out literally. Because yeah, even in the movie, he was like, "quote unquote," I got kicked out of the um, the Air Force for uh, having a mind of my own. So that would have tied in real nicely with uh, you know something along those lines. Like him, yeah. like doing some alteration to the to the tie fighter oh, to make it like faster so or something good. and it like blows up or i don't know you know that would have been so good yeah it would have been cool to see like how he learned where he learned because i think it's really cool to know that he learned how to pilot from the empire who then who then he end up fight he's in, he ends up joining the caught the rebellion to fight against them like it's interesting yeah and you, i mean you kind of see him him step into like the resistance at the end with the, I forgot what that material is called that he gave to the, those oh, fighters. Yeah. yeah. But then he's like, she's like, you can join us or whatever. He's like, no, but you can tell, like, it kind of sets up that he yeah. does eventually. She's like, you never know, basically, and he's he's like, don't hold your breath, but we know mm-hmm. he does. Yeah. There was a there was a lot of connection in this movie to the to the his the trilogies, which I thought were cool. With you know Chewbacca, like obviously Chewbacca, but some of the things he says Chewbacca and some of the, like Chewbacca actually rips off someone's arms in this movie. Yeah, and yeah. that's in A New Hope where he says like he'll rip off someone's arms. I've seen it. Yeah, if he you loses. Know, you, yeah, so you finally see it. One thing though that that just reminded me was there was that big debate in A New Hope where I don't know why this was a debate anyway, but does Han shoot first? Remember this? It went around. That, that, that scene was re- like re-edited so many times. I don't get that, it. Like the first, the first like cut of it, like you don't really know. But then it's like so obvious that he shoots first, and like the new when they kind of made everything reanimated or whatever, or re CGI. Hmm. Okay. So. Uh, so I think they. Like, 
who cares if he shoots first? <laughs> like, right. why does it matter? And I kind of think they, they like, re-answered the question in this movie when he shoots Beckett first. Yeah. I think that that was a touch to that movie. Huh. You know, the question of, will, of Han, will Han shoot first? Yes, he will shoot first. I think that, that that's what that was. I mean, Interesting. The, everything, when he says, when Lando says, I hate you, and he says, I know, that was a touch to when he said to, to, um, Princess Leia, I love you, and she says, I know. Well, she says, I love you, he says, I know. Sorry, yes, that's right. But yeah. That's what that was. So, I mean, they did a really good job with those little ones. I saw mm-hmm. some, one review that said this is basically like, this movie, the plot was created from the Wikipedia page of all the Star Wars, because it really is like fan, like it's it's jam-packed with just everything that fans would want to see. Well, so was, so was the first Star Wars, like the... The one with uh, Ray, Ray or whatever. Finn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, so is that one. That was filled with stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I don't know why. I, that's what I don't understand. And I guess I'll get to my large point is I don't, I think a lot of the criticism was unjust for this movie. I thought it was actually a good movie. I mean, do you guys think that the criticism, I mean, I, I understand it did not go deep enough into, I think it would have been cooler to see, you know, basically just get deeper into Han's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really like one like one heist that he does right right um but i think it was a good movie it was entertaining i think it is a perfect movie though to watch on netflix maybe not spend the money and go see it in theaters yeah I think that 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 might be the best way to describe it maybe this movie is meant to be watched on your couch you know on netflix what do you, I mean, what do you guys think chill. netflix and chill with with solo you know, <laughs> Alden's a good-looking guy. I mean, I w- I would have loved to see like, basically like a, like childhood stuff all the way you know, through to where this movie like where what age this guy was at. Like, I would have loved to see stuff like that. But that's what I'm saying. It's confusing. The timeline's confusing. He's got to be in his twenties. And that means that Han Solo, like, he's got to be either in his early 20s or in his late 20s. And then Han Solo in A New Hope, it's got to be just as close. I mean, because he goes, he does the Jabba job, lol. And then, like, he's in New Hope. So, you really didn't see a lot of his life. No. How old Uh, old is this actor? Alden? If we can can pull that up real quick. Yeah, I'll pull it up real quick. I got, like, no battery to pull it up, so don't do it don't don't risk it he was born in 89 so uh five years older than us so he's like yeah like 30 yeah he's like and that's exact. that's like basically how old harrison ford was yeah it makes Kinda sense weird. maybe mean, he's supposed to be younger i think he was supposed to be younger but that like i then it doesn't make sense for the other star wars movies right yeah, because we don't even really know the age of, you know, Kira and Han when they first introduced us to them. I mean, they're mm-hmm. part of this group, and there's k- younger kids all around, so yeah, it doesn't really fit. I would have loved to see him try and modify a plane. Would that be so break. cool? Because that would be such a Han Solo move, right? In the in the original, like an arrogant younger. Yeah, yeah in the original uh, Star Wars movies, he's always just like on the go fixing the millennium falcon like yeah. in every single movie he's fixing the millennium falcon it's even like, uh, even when he was old in the newer one he, he was fixing the millennium falcon like it would have been cool to see him like tinkering with and like a tie fighter yeah it reminded me of uh you guys probably don't care but like i there's a, a story about steve mcqueen that he like when he was in the marines he like tried to modify a tank to like make it go faster or something and, like got in trouble for it I don't know if it's true, but it just like reminds me of that like young like arrogance, you know, yeah. like you just like think mess of the with best. whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I hope it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there was you know speaking of like the upbringing of of Han Solo, there was a crazy uh, like other option to this movie that I saw that they like originally thought might be a good idea. Idea. and I, I saw it and i was like this is a this is a really bad idea so that's great he was supposed to be 
orphaned. They were originally going to show him as an orphaned 10-year-old who is being raised by Chewbacca and helps Obi-Wan Kenobi locate and find General Grievous. Weird. Not in this movie. That was supposed to be in Revenge of the Sith. Wow. Yeah. That's just weird. I, I kind of realized how uh, I don't really understand the timeline of this one. Or like, I mean, the new one, what's this, the one with Ray? That one's before. When does that one take place? After all three of the, the originals. Yeah. Right. And then, and then the ones that came out when we were kids were the prequels. Right. That came and then, technically were before the originals. The other one, Rogue One, that was before New Hope. Yeah. Yeah. And then this one is what? Before New Hope. Rogue okay. One wasn't before New Hope. It was like during New Hope. It was like a separate story within that. Well, I, I, no, the ending leads up to the first. Right. Scene yeah. So and... yeah. Sorry, you're correct. You're correct. So yeah, this yeah. one also. I mean, this one leads right up to it. Like I said, I mean, he goes to do the job for Jabba, and then he's here too. I mean, so this is yeah. You know, I like. I want to say maybe like a year. It, because I, a complete guess. It ends a year before New Hope. I don't know. But like Darth Maul is in it, so. Yeah. It must be. It must be. Wow, we. Look, <laughs> I feel like an idiot. <laughs> no, that's a good question. I never thought about it. Wait, so then it must be around the time of the prequels. No, I think there was actually something that said Darth Maul didn't die. I don't really? know. I remember seeing this. Yeah, he uh, he gets chopped in half, but then he gets like metal legs. And I think that's you might be close. actually be able to see them in that in that like snippet. Interesting. Yeah, I have, have to, to find some it. like. Some but, fan I mean, theory, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that until now mm-hmm. about Darth Maul. That, that, that really doesn't make mind, sense. But... I'm blowing the roof off, dude. Brad, he... <laughs> blowing the roof off. <laughs> um, That's an interesting point. Uh, uh, another one of those, like, tie-ins I thought was cool was the... um, He did the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. Yeah. And then he actually does it. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah, when they show like what he yeah. actually did. It was uh that was actually a big fan theory because I guess parsecs aren't time. It's distance. So it didn't make sense. But then now when you realize like he literally made like a shortcut, it makes sense because it huh. he, like, cuts the yeah. distance down. So yeah. It's cool. They did a lot of cool <laughs> things, but you can understand why it was a lot of like fan pleasing things, you know. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't blame them. They thought that that would... Yeah. But I actually do think this is for the serious uh, Star Wars fan. Um, I can recall when I went and first saw this that... No, uh, I think it... You know, the audience was largely made up of um, fathers bringing their sons because, you know, Han is a character from the original movies and it's a connection that they had growing up and something that the younger generations who are being exposed to, you know, Battlefront, the cartoon or the prequels and the newer films, like with Ray and Finn, um, they didn't get to experience the full on nature of Han Solo. So um, I think that's why this really does target that audience, that uh, diehard Star Wars fan, where they know more knowledge about the outside universe of Star Wars and, you know, definitely appeals to that lore and that uh, generation of star wars fans yeah i actually think that this 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 movie pleases like the the average star wars consumer yeah because it's a lot of it's a lot of the stuff that you can get like there's nothing really intense about it it's all the stuff that like if you saw the other ones you could easily like line up to this one do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. all right before we move on we're going to give you a quick uh segment for, for our sponsor and we're back <laughs> oh stole it from me that was good though all right well he's he is right we are back and uh we're gonna shift into some specific scenes that we liked or didn't like um and then kind of just let the conversation float from there so i want to talk about right off the bat this one scene that like stuck with me uh right away was how Han and Chewbacca were introduced to each other. I thought that was, first of all, really cool to see 
because you know throughout all of the movies that Han and Chewbacca are in they're clearly very close when Han dies Chewbacca clearly is sad about it like you you can just tell they're really close so I thought this was cool it also is like a nod to when Luke gets thrown in thrown into the pit with the monster yeah that's that's like clearly where they got this from but I thought it was really cool the beast it's also the first time I was reading it's the first time that a non-Wookiee speaks Wookiee in any movie which I never noticed but it makes sense Han always just talks to him in English so that was cool I, I like who this speaks to, Go ahead. who speaks to him in that Han does when he's like hanging upside down he, he speaks Wookiee yeah he goes really yeah I didn't catch that. That's, yeah, that's why he stopped. That's, that's funny. Yeah, I thought this whole scene was good though. This whole like, yeah, I mean, I knew it was coming yeah, like right the, away when he said we're gonna drop you with the beast. Like I knew it was coming right away, but I thought it was good. Yeah, you right off the bat kind of get a sense for their relationship and the the dynamic that is Chewie and right away. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Laugh it up, fuzzball. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was really good. Yeah, wait, that really sounded like him. That was really good. <laughs> uh, man, you're pro. How did Han even learn Wookie? I think it would have been really cool to see uh, where he picked that up. Because, I mean, that's not just the language that you learn. Yeah, that is true. Because he was basically on that same crappy planet for his whole life. And all of a sudden, he speaks Wookie. And clearly, like most other people don't. Most other beings right. don't. That is interesting. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, I don't. That's in, that's a really good point. Interesting. Also, mm. how did they pick up Chewbacca? That would have been cool to see. I guess maybe not. I I liked the scene. I thought it was cool. You know how he steps forward, um, starts beating Han, and then right away it's like Han trying to get out of a situation, and then then Chewie just going along with it, which is what their relationship always is it's Han getting them into trouble or out of trouble and then Chewie just going along with it right I thought that was cool um one thing I didn't like uh yeah well I want to see how you guys feel about it but you know when they when they do when they come him and uh Chewie come where are they at where they walk off with the the ship I think with the handcuffs on yeah 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 they're at the, like the and the, it the, makes them look like they're prisoners or whatever yeah like, because they did that in, was it a New Hope also? But, like, Chewie, like, doesn't want to do it. And then Han's like, I think I know, I think I know what his idea is or whatever he says. Mm. So I don't know why Chewie would, like, react like that. Like, he knows, he kind of, they've done that before, apparently. Yeah. You know, like, why'd they add that in if, the, you know, I don't know. No, that's a good point. Why'd they, add, why'd they add that into this movie if they already did that in the other movie and Chewie... Like didn't want to do it, but you think he would already know. Maybe that's why he didn't want to do it because he had to do it once already. Okay. Yeah. I think maybe that's why. Like he, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't go to plan. Maybe. Right. Okay. Um, Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. Guess. I'm smart. Speaking of in that in that whole, (laughs) I know. Speaking of in that in that whole uh, part where Kira pretends to be bringing like Han and Chewie as as slaves. Uh, Chewie sees like other Wookiees there and then like he like kind of falls in love immediately I don't know that's the vibe I got from that one I guess it's a female Wookiee yeah you don't really know I guess yeah I don't know but it seemed like they fell, fell in love and then like he just he just dipped out with Han yeah it seemed you know it seemed like why why did I, I feel like they put that in there to give because Chewie is always just following Han Maybe they put that in there to like give him his own thing, you know? Wookie's rights, dude. Yeah, like to yeah, to, <laughs> but like to give like Chewie like his own like he doesn't always follow on. He has his own things he cares for, but then he does end up leaving them. So it really didn't matter at all. I mean, I think he just wanted to save his own kind. No, I'm saying like, but they didn't need. I I don't think they needed to like put the other Wookies on that in that scene and like make him go save them. You know? Yeah, I, I think it was kind of a thing where like. When's the last time we saw Wookiees? You know, like besides Chewie, like maybe it was just to see other. I don't know. Yeah. Like kind of just like a. The only other time we saw him was in the shitty version in the prequels where they were all CGI. Yeah, it was terrible. Terrible idea. I, you know, I think 
it's important because you see a, a personal connection with Chewie that you, you, you never got before where you understand that, you know, his home planet was basically invaded by the empire and he's trying to save his own kind there. So, um, and, and this possibly could have been what leads, you know, Chewie and Han to have the discussion of, are they really going to join the rebels? Are they going to help this cause? Um, because they have personal stake in it. Yeah. That's a really good point actually on the, like the personal level with Chewie, because he doesn't like, we don't speak his language. The only, the only time we know what's going on with him is when Han responds to him in English. Right. So yeah, I never really felt like a connection with Chewie. It was always just funny because like Han would be, you know, it'd be like a serious moment. And all of a sudden he comes on like, like, at, like <laughs> it was, it was more just funny, <laughs> but that, yeah, that one was really bad. <laughs> But no, that's a good that's a good point. Um, actually, I am interested on how he was kept. So like we saw Chewie with Yoda in the Clone Wars. He helps Yoda escape. So how did he get captured? I don't know. It's just one of those things. Yeah, be interesting. Now we need we need a Chewie spinoff. Chewie. Yeah, he should get his own movie. (laughs) Star Wars story. Yeah. Well, it would be amazing if it did better than the Solo movie. That'd be amazing. <laughs> no English, like no English in it at all. I'd see it. That'd be amazing. I'd go see it just Julie. because of that. Just like a big furry like friend. <laughs> he is though. He's like a. It's it's kind of so loyal. He's like a pet. He's like a dog. Yeah. 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 Because he barks and like, I wonder if that's how he created Wookiees. Uh, George Lucas like because a lo- yeah, like, like a, a loyal, loyal dog. Yeah. Because like you you know, like really intense dog owners, when the dog barks yep. at them, you're, they're always like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, buddy. Like they pretend yeah. like they know what they're saying. I, I don't know. I think Yeah. And like he's he actually like pulls his weight and actually like helps out a lot. Right. No, too, he's so. like actually really effective as a character. Yeah. I mean with his like crossbow and like Yeah, that's great. Did it's he awesome. does he get the crossbow in this movie? No, he doesn't. That would have been cool to see. That would have been awesome to see. I didn't even realize he didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, you get Han getting his pistol. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, a Chewbacca staple and uh, definitely a Wookiee weapon, the crossbow. Um, and you see in a scene, I'm not, I can't recall which specific movie, but uh, Han, you know, they're fighting some stormtroopers, and and Han is uh. Like here, hand me that, and he takes a crossbow and he shoots yeah. and hits one of them, and it clearly has a lot of kick. Yeah. And he looks at it, he's like, "I gotta get me one of these." Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, that was the first time clearly Han has handled it, and uh, I think it's just definitely a iconic Chewy thing. Yeah. Did he have it in the Clone Wars? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Well, no, he wasn't in Clone Wars. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, he did. All the Wookiees did. All the Wookiees had crossbows. Yeah. And then if he had it in... uh, Man, why can't I remember the newest one? Not the newest. Not not The Last Jedi, but the one before that. Like the... With Rey. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what does matter? I actually can't remember the name of that movie either. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? We, ju- we the- just talked about it. Yeah. it's It's late for me. Holy cow. Yeah, Last Jedi was the second one. That's interesting. Um, Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Yeah, Force, the Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah. yeah. You know how we said that at the same time as we both looked it up? I actually didn't. Oh, you win this round. I'm trying to save that phone battery. There you go. So, any other like specific scenes that you guys want? I thought the, the card games with Lando were really cool because, again, that ties into the old movies. Yeah. You got a lot of nerve coming here after what you pulled. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like points at himself. At himself, he's like, "Me." <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought those card games were cool, and like Han is so confident right away. He jumps in, and then the only reason he lose he loses is because Lando cheats. Right. Like you thought that that's how. Like when I first watched this, I thought the first game they play, all right, Han beats him, and he get he wins the Millennium Falcon. Right. And then that's what they definitely wanted you to think. But then Lando comes with, which makes more sense because then they get the friendship, kind of friendship. Um, yeah. Weird friendship dynamic. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Han. Uh, 
yeah it's yeah. cool though it's like a little like dueling uh thing yeah i thought the, i thought those scenes were cool and then he like figures out he's cheating it's funny when yeah. um after he loses kira starts talking to lando like basically still trying to convince him to like give the ship and come with and you can hear han in the background like convincing himself that lando cheated and nobody else cares like he's like there's no way he could have had that green card <laughs> like it was you know it was they were they were already played that's funny right. and then it t- like in the end like at the end of the movie he, he was cheating and that green card like was fake so um right yeah i thought those scenes were cool i mean a lot of this is it's like pleasing you know all of the stuff that was said in the, those the original three movies yeah there wasn't i guess you didn't really find anything new out except for kira i mean let's talk about that relationship with kira was it like necessary did it help the movie yeah you know i i didn't really like it either i mean they don't give us any closure at the end when you know she basically leaves and is in charge of when he try to find her again right like wouldn't he try to find her again yeah yeah and what role does she end up playing in the empire? Right. Yeah. I mean, hmm. uh, uh, um, we assume, and we find out in this movie, Crimson Dawn's like really terrible, like really terrible organization. So obviously, like, and Darth Maul is helping them apparently, like leader of them. So, like, I don't think just them. I think like multiple like of these clans, you know, and like he's like the lead, the ringleader. Yeah, Kira is interesting. I didn't like how the dice was like their thing. And then because when I saw The Last Jedi, Luke gives the dice to Leia, you know, as closure for her because Han died. And then I saw this movie. I never even caught on to that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But then in this movie. Like it was clear. It was clearly important in this movie. I didn't know why. Yeah. But I guess that I that's know. the origin of the dice. I guess, like, okay. like I said, this whole movie is like origins of stuff that happened in the other movies. But I just didn't like how it was also Han and Kira's thing, and then he, yeah, he's just like, oh, new girlfriend. Now it's our thing. I, you know, I like, didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the love interest in this movie. Like to me, like Han, until he met like Princess Leia, like he just seemed like had no care. He was rogue. Yeah, like he didn't care about that kind of stuff, and he was like. He was all in it for himself, and then he meet he meets Princess Leia. So yeah, I didn't really care for. Yeah, to me, Han this, was like uh, that hotshot, like hooking up, flirting guy, and then right. Leia was like stopped him in his tracks, and he like actually fell in love with her. Right, like he never, yeah, he would never like care yeah. about anyone like that. Until I mean, I like Leia, the actress. But... You know, she's great. She's from obviously from Game of Thrones, and does amazing in that. So this is cool to see her, you know, in a big budget movie. But yeah, her character was annoying not like she not that she was annoying it was annoying that like she never tried to get in touch with han yeah she clearly escaped and had a position of power but she like never explained it to him like what she was doing no never why it never really was explained beckett hints at it and he says like you know you don't know her as well you think you do and then even um her boss i can't remember what his name is but he says like you don't know what the stuff she's done right but she never like that was never a conversation they were on this like long journey to go get the hyper fuel or whatever i don't know it was just weird you know i think i agree with brad that i didn't i don't like the love and or i don't you know i don't necessarily like the love interest but i think it's important because it provides motive for Han. It sets in motion the actions he takes to that bring him to where he is in the films, um, in the original. So, you know, he decides that when he escapes that he's going to join the um, Imperial Air Force, become a pilot so that he can um, get a ship to go back or save enough money to go back and rescue her. Um and which ultimately leads him to, you know, Beckett. And that, you know, again, that motive, that love interest is really uh, what set forth in motion um, the rest of his life. So uh, I don't really like it. I think, you know, when you look at the individual scenes and I was like listening to the dialogue where you have Han and 
um, Kira together, you definitely could get to the same conclusion without Kira. So when they're sitting there discussing, um, you know, playing for a second chance after that job went bad with um, Beckett, uh, and, you know, yeah, sure, Kira helps Han get to the conclusion of, okay, well, we can go, um, you know, we can transport the unstable, whatever, the raw um, version of that material that they're trying to bring in. Um, and, yeah, I, just, I don't think she's necessary. Yeah, I think it was just, it was just like Hollywood scriptwriters felt like they needed to put a love interest in the movie. It's just to me like Han was always like an untamable man, you know, like he was just like he was rogue. Ooh. And then until he met Leia, so I didn't I didn't yeah, I didn't like yeah. this one. No, that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is, you know. He's a crazy. He's a crazy man. Well, he's like a mixture between Indiana Jones. Oh. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> that's like his only other role, so I can't Blade remember. Runner. <laughs> I mean like uh yeah, I guess. Not, what was the movie where he like fan. got framed for killing his wife? It was like a '90s movie. Anyway, I don't know. Really, good I like that movie though. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I do like how this movie looks though. In in terms like, of uh... like it looks sexy. I don't. All the actors looked good, or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you <be> chewy. <laughs> He looked really. He was combed. <laughs> fresh, fresh blow dry. He used he used the uh, L'Oreal. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's luscious locks. Yeah, in terms of the action and overall how the film looked, uh, it looked pretty good. Yeah, it, yeah, ca- it kept in line with the uh, the other Star Wars movies, the newer ones, for sure. Budget, budget. I mean, the budget was huge, three hundred million. Um, yeah. I wonder why uh, Chewbacca wasn't the same actor as all the other ones. I wonder and, if he was done when when Harrison Ford was done. You I'm know. Not, yeah, I'm not sure who did it in the, but who does it in like the Last Jedi? The same guy, the real guy. But they doesn't do it in this movie. No. Wasn't part of his contract, I guess. I think he might have been done when Harrison Ford was out. Oh, but he's still in it. <laughs> Wait, who's still in it? He uh, he was in the he was in the Last Jedi, and Han Solo died in Force Awakens. Oh, you're right. You're right. So he's, yeah, he's still going. He's still kicking in there. Um. So you know, overall, did we like this movie, guys? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm going to ask for your your rating uh, in a minute, but I also want to just know, like, where does this fit in for you in all the other Star Wars movies? I don't need, like, a, you know, a complete list, but, like, where, you know, where does this generally fall in line with all of the other Star Wars movies? Because we've we've all seen them all, you know? Wow. Um... And I think that's how you have to stack these up. I mean, Star Wars movies, it's... They're, they're different. They're sci-fi. You have to stack them up against themselves. Yeah, I'll definitely take Solo over the prequels. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say most people would agree with that. Yeah. And I don't think it's better than the originals. No. No. So I put this film obviously above the prequels. Um, definitely below the originals. The originals were obviously my favorite. And then it's up there with the current film. So the current story with Ray and yeah. Finn. Um, but as far as side stories go, I would have to say I prefer Rogue One over. I was actually going to ask after Brad answered, like what? Uh, since this is one of the two side story movies, which one did you like better? And obviously, you said Rogue One. Brad, what do you think? Uh, I would say Rogue One. Yeah, that had more of like a raw feel to it. Yeah. Um, this one still felt like you know Han was always protected. Yeah, Rogue One's darker, which I like. You know, they all die. Yeah, they all die. It's great. But then you also had like Darth, the Darth Vader scene in it, which was just unbelievable. So yeah. Anyway, uh, Brad, what do you? Where does this rank for you in terms of all the Star Wars movies? I would I would agree with everything that Ben just said. Yeah. So. I, I 
I actually agree too. I think the yeah. the prequels were boring, but the prequels were trash. Um, yeah. The only reason those are cool though, because like everyone is a Jedi in those, and that's just fun as a kid to watch. But um, yeah, as a as a kid, like the the huge you know battle. Yeah, that was, was so cool. cool. But yeah, this is up there. I I might be better than Force Awakens to be honest, but it's up there with those. I, you know, I I kind of don't judge like all of the movies individually. I judge them by trilogy, I guess. And this trilogy is not over, so let's see how it finishes up. But um, you guys got a rating for this movie? Judging it just against other normal movies out of ten. No, oh, uh, normal movies. I've, I'd give it like a five point eight. Yeah, that seems so. fair. <laughs> yeah, I'd give it between a five point five and a six, but I definitely think I'm leaning more in the uh, the five point five yeah. range. I was gonna say uh, five, you know. Which is it basically, it's just entertaining. Like yeah, yeah. I'll watch it again. Yeah, I'll watch it again. Yeah, I'll, it's definitely a rewatchable movie. Uh, it's kind of nice too because you're able to just watch it and then end it. Every time I watch like a trilogy, or you know a Harry Potter movie, I want to watch them all in order. So it's nice to just be able to watch this one and be done with like Star Wars for the day. Or for the weekend, you know, um, but not it was the hour. It, it wasn't that great. Like it just wasn't. It wasn't great. It was everything no. you you would expect it to be, and it's just not good. En- it's just not good enough. It, it seems like they didn't really push the envelope. They didn't, they didn't do anything like, new. Right. It was they everything didn't really we really tried. It was everything we already knew about Han in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. That that's kind of what I kind of went into it thinking it would be more about. Not just like. You know, like one instance of his life, I wanted to see. Like, I wanted to learn new stuff about him, and uh, you didn't. I didn't really. I all I did was all I learned in this was how someone else visualizes visualizes those things that I imagined in my head. That's really what this was. It was someone. Yeah. I mean, everything we knew about Han. This is what this movie was. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, here you see Disney just trying to. Um, fill the loopholes and fill the questions that are left. Um, just kind of really just yeah. filling mm-hmm. in the story as opposed to taking the time to develop uh, Han's backstory where I think, you know, if they would have taken the approach of going further into um, Han's past and really developing that character where you become attached and then on that, you know, what I think that would have done better in the box office, I think they would have better ratings, would have made more money, then they can go ahead and in the second film, you know, then focus on, you know, the job at hand. Uh, kind of like what we got out of this film. And then move into maybe even a role where you have the um, job with Java. So, you know, definitely think they should have further developed in this movie his backstory. Yeah. Yeah, I think Disney definitely learned their lesson with this movie and that people aren't just going to pay to see it. Like they can't just they can't just throw a, the title Star Wars on there and expect people to just love it and want to see it. You know, I think the first round of, of reviews came in and said it wasn't that great and then it definitely like hampered it. Uh, I don't think I don't think as much criticism was deserved, but at the same time it wasn't anything special. So I you know, I like Yeah like 50 percent, great like job half done like i mean yeah great great job guys um you know different actors directors i don't really care it's a star wars movie no like, yeah i don't yeah. you can't i just like ron howard i think was a weird choice but yeah i think ron howard yeah. was just brought in because he's able to finish movies on time and they needed someone to like button things up after they fired the directors that's really the only reason i think um, you couldn't really bring anyone in to do anything like ch- like change a lot of things because it's a st- it's it's it should feel like a Star Wars movie. I mean, you saw it with the 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 last Jedi. People a lot of people got pissed off because that movie was so different from the other ones. Um yeah, I think that, you know, it felt like a Star Wars movie and but it wasn't anything new. It wasn't anything new. Yeah. I think that's the best way to sum that up. I mean, So do you want to get into the ranking of the actors? No. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> I I just how about we just talk about like highlights of of them you know like maybe the who is the best who is the worst I I 
Yeah, I think um, I think Alden and Alden and uh, Donald Glover. So Han Solo and Lando, those two were the. I mean, those two Alden and and Don Glover. I think were the best for me. Um, yeah, just because you can tell that they studied the original characters, the original actors, and were able to do a really good job replicating them. Yeah, I think they did a great job. I feel like John Favreau playing Rio was super weird. <laughs> I don't know. It yeah, just, I like I heard his voice and I just saw his face and it was just annoying. I don't know. <laughs> it was random. Yeah really random but he's in like the he's in the disney like family because he does all the, he does like the iron mans and stuff right right so they brought him in and then clint howard is weird clint howard i mean it's his course. brother yeah. i guess yeah, but he's, he's always in one of his he's always in his movies yeah uh i don't think anyone did like obnoxiously bad paul bettany yeah, me for either. me like it was just another paul bettany performance i don't know he's the same in every movie yeah, I feel like either one. He's either a villain or he's a good guy, but it's always the same. <laughs> I don't know. He plays. Right. Uh, I, pi- I pictured him as Vision. Like, yeah, he plays Vision, and it's like right. I now he's like an evil version of Vision. Right. That's what I saw up there. You know, I don't know. Paul Bettany. It was probably my least favorite. I guess. Any uh, standout for you, Brad? What's up? Any <laughs> any, any <laughs> actors stand out for you? That that good job. Uh, not really. I was I was just reading like a trivia thing about it. Woody Harrelson was great for you. Well, <laughs> it was just Woody Harrelson. Like that guy's. I don't know. It was just the same again. There's just some actors who are just the same in every role. Let me just. Uh, are we like finishing up? I want to do yeah. one last trivia before we finish up. Do it. Hit so it. the Golden Idol from the opening scene of Raiders of the Lost Ark can be seen sitting on the table in the meeting room of Dryden Voss. Harrison Ford, who originally played Han Solo, also played Indiana Jones, obviously. What? Uh, what? He did? Okay. And then <laughs> director Ron Howard confirmed this Easter egg on Twitter. That's cool. Just like seems like a really random yeah. thing, but whatever. Yeah. Um, speaking of Indiana Jones, they are all on Netflix right now, so expect an episode or oh boy. four from uh, from us on Indiana Jones. All four? Well, there's four of them. So I just the fourth one doesn't count. You know, it's definitely better than the second one. Uh, I'll say it. Oh. <laughs> Crystals, the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is better than Temple of Doom or Whatever that one is. That one is terrible. Isn't the fourth one where he gets into a refrigerator to save himself from a nuclear bomb? Yeah, an iron uh, or like a steel. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that, that'll work. Okay. That'll work. Uh, everything that everything that he does in those <laughs> movies is like, yeah, that'll work. With the whip, well, with the whip and stuff. Dude, whips are awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, all the it time. It breaks the sound barrier. <laughs> Things moving quick. Uh, good, good tangent here, but yeah, still expect yeah. you know those are iconic movies, and um, expect an episode or two of the uh, from those for sure. Man, he's really uh, putting us on the spot, so now we have to do these. Yeah, now you have to do them. Uh, any any last words on any last words on uh, ha- uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, which is the full title? No, I'm done here. Brad is done. Ben done? Yep, I'm good. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of we made changes it was a fun one it's a, it's it's cool to do these because they're on netflix so if you haven't seen them you can go on there and watch them too before before you listen obviously this is the end of the episode so it's too late now but go back watch it if you haven't watched it yeah <laughs> uh but uh, again thanks for listening to every episode you guys listen to it means a lot share this with family and friends if you're on listening on apple Podcasts, please rate it obviously rate it five stars but um yeah thank you <laughs> Thank you. Anything anything else, guys? Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. We are on Instagram. We yeah. made Give changes. Give us a suggest a movie. Yeah, suggest a freaking movie already. Yeah. 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 You can email us or, at we may changes, uh, we may changes at gmail.com or uh, hit us up on Instagram. Our handle is we may changes. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Ben. Of course. It was fun. You are welcome. Catch you guys in the next one.
Peace. Peace.